You must be proud of yourself, mister. You've turned your son into a killer. And he's going to enjoy the same kind of life you have, if he lives long enough. Have Gun, Will Travel. Starring Mr. John Daner as Paladin. San Francisco, 1875. The Carlton Hotel. Headquarters of a man called Paladin. Mr. Paladin, here is a brandy you order. Thank you, A-boy. Just set it down. I... Mr. Paladin, wine stewards say this brandy very special, also very expensive. Oh. Mm. Very palatable. Yes, so, uh, sake cheaper and faster, but sometimes cause you much trouble. <laughs> you know, hey boy, here in the West, it's water that causes the real trouble. <laughs> oh, no, Mr. Paladin, water. Whoever got into trouble because they drink too much water? Now, listen, this item in today's paper, Benedict Wyoming. The refusal of a local rancher to permit access to the sole remaining source of water in this drought-stricken area has resulted in the deaths of two men and threatened open warfare. Oh, too bad. Hey, Mr. Paladin, you plan to offer services in interests of drought-stricken area? As a matter of fact, I have a letter to Mr. Wellman of Benedict, Wyoming. Here, ready to mail. Will you take care of it? Oh, yes. Uh, anything else, Mr. Paladin? Yes, you might bring me another brandy. It was mid-morning when I rode into Benedict. The town was hot, dusty, and quiet. There was a feeling of tension in the air and uneasiness, a waiting for something to happen. I tied my horse to the hitching rail and went into the saloon. What'll it be, mister? Yeah, uh, glass of rye. You might as well fill mine again, Barney. Okay, Jeff. It's hot. Yeah. Pretty quiet town. No more than most. You live around here? Yep. How do I get to the Wellman Ranch? Take the north road, about three miles. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it'll be a dollar. Right. You a friend of the Wellmans? No. Looking for work, then? In a way. Hey, what's going on here? What's, what's everyone waiting for? For me to get killed. Jeff, Casey just rode into town. Guess the waiting's about done. That squares us, Barney. Maybe I'll see you, mister. He was slender, rangy, maybe 19. Too young for the troubled seriousness in his eyes as he walked out of the saloon. When I got outside, he was already standing in the thick, white dust of the street. Steady. Watching the man advancing toward him. Don't, Casey. There's no sense to this. 
You want an apology? All right, I apologize. It's no good, Casey. Listen to me, please. You know you... Excuse me, mister. Have to get my horse. You killed that man. I know. Guess the town will have to keep on waiting. There's a job open at the Wellman's now. His. The drought had taken its toll at the Wellman Ranch. The house stood still and desolate in an expanse of bare, scorched earth. I rode into the yard and dismounted. Then I led my horse to the watering trough. It was empty. I tried the hand pump. I'm sorry, it's dry. Huh? Oh. How do you do, ma'am? Uh, I can let you have a bucket from the kitchen pump if you like. Yeah, I'd appreciate it. It's been a long ride. Just come on in and help yourself. Fine. My name is Paladin. I'm here to see Mr. Wellman. Well, he should he should be back soon. Uh, uh, the pump's by the sink. It'll need priming. Thank you. Mister, yeah? uh, you you just come from town. Yes. Did did anything happen? Uh, man was killed. If that's uh, what you mean. You you know who? His name is Casey, I believe. I understand he worked for you. Oh, no. I was afraid when I saw him start away this morning. Jeff did it. Jeff? Yes. So senseless, over nothing. And there'll be more. Now, this Jeff didn't want to kill him. He tried to stop him. Oh, boy. Poor Jeff. No, no. Jeff's alive. Arthur, Casey's dead. Young Calvert Gun. Who are you? He's, he's Mr. Paladin. He just told me about it. I passed through Benedict on my way out here. I saw it happen. You're a paladin, huh? Think you can stand up to Calvert? If there's a good reason. That's your job. Get rid of him. Well, I don't think we understand each other. I offered my services to help you get water. Here. This is your card, isn't it? The one you sent me? Yes. Have gun, will travel. That only means one thing as far as I'm concerned, and it's the only reason I hired you. Then we've both made a mistake, Mr. Wellman. I'm not an executioner. Constipation can be a problem for anyone, even doctors. And when constipation occurs, it's interesting to see just what doctors consider important about a laxative they might use or recommend. Well, a majority of the doctors we heard from had this to say. A laxative should be effective, gentle, as close to natural acting as possible, and a medicine that can be used with complete confidence. Now, X-Lax has been popular with many doctors and millions of people over the years because chocolated X-Lax is effective. Overnight, it helps you toward your normal regularity. X-Lax is gentle. Next morning, it gives you the closest thing to natural action. And that's why many doctors and millions of people use X-Lax with complete confidence. X-Lax, the laxative that helps you toward your normal regularity gently, overnight. Is X-Lax in your medicine cabinet? The 
The heat rose off the dry, parched earth to hang in the air and sear every breath. I was well on my way back to town when I heard someone coming up behind me fast. Paladin! Uh, Paladin, wait! Paladin! I'm sorry. I, I was upset about Casey. I, I wasn't thinking straight, but I need your help. We all do. I told you, Wellman, I didn't offer that kind of help. Look, can I talk to you or not? Go ahead. We're desperate, Paladin. Our water holes are dried up. Even our deep wells are going dry. Another week of this and our herds will be buzzard bait. Calvert's trying to ruin us. Now, why should a boy like that want to ruin you? A boy? I'm not talking about Jeff. It's his father, Roy Calvert. He owns a six iron over in the valley. Roy Calvert? Yeah. There was a gunfighter by that name. The same man. Bought the ranch here three years ago. Well, what's he done? What's he got to do with your water supply? Well, there's a lake behind his ranch fed by underground springs. It never runs dry. Calvert's land crosses the mouth of the valley. It's the only approach to the lake. Now he's fenced it off, won't let our herds through. Well, there must be some local ordinance about that, an easement, a right-of-way. Well, there's nothing in writing. Folks just always used the lake whenever there's been a dry spell. Calvert let us through the first year he'd come, but not now. Why not? I don't know. Two weeks ago, Harry Craig got mad, tried to drive his herd through. Young Calvert killed two of his men. Well, his father's turned him into a worse killer than he was himself. I'll tell you right now, Paladin, the only way to break Calvert is to get that boy. What do you really want, Mr. Wellman? Water or Jeff's hide? I want results, fast. All right. I'll get them for you, but in my own way. What are you going to do? Talk with Calvert. At the gateway of the Six Iron Ranch, I wondered if I was heading into trouble. I could hear gunshots. I dismounted and moved toward the sound. When I reached the corner of the barn, I realized what was happening. There was a crudely drawn silhouette of a man on the barn wall. And Roy Calvert was working with his son. That's good, but you're a little late and the second shot hit too high. But I hit him. He'd have been hurt. That's not good enough. How many times do I have to tell you when you fire, every shot's got to kill. Hurt ain't enough. From the armpits to the waist, that's your target. Nowhere else. Good advice if all you want to do is kill him. Who are you? What do you want? Five minutes of conversation. The name's Paladin. Paladin. Yeah, I've heard of you. Did you get that job at the Wellmans? Anybody who works for Wellman has no business here. Anybody who'd deprive his neighbors of water has no business being a rancher. So that's it. Can we talk it over? Let me show you something. Then you decide how much there is to talk over. I followed Calvert through the yard and on past the ranch house to a pleasant tree-shaded knoll that overlooked the valley below. He stopped beside a mound of earth marked with a white cross. Here's all I got to say, Paladin. That's my wife's grave. This town put her there. Twenty years we were married. Kind woman she was. Good, patient, and lonely. So lonely. You must have loved her very much. Takes that for a man like you to give up his gun. I turned to this ranch because I wanted her to have a place where she could say hello to somebody and he wouldn't look past her. Or somebody talked to her. Pass the time of day like ordinary folks. 
The name Calvert was a death sentence to more than 20 men. Did you think he could hide it? Nobody had known except for Wellman. He found out and passed the word around. And she was alone again. Yeah. Gunslinger's wife. Killer's wife. When she took sick, nobody came to call except the doctor. Then she died. I loved her very much. This town killed her. Now I'm going to kill this town. Calvert, the ranchers will drive their way through. They tried it once. It cost them. Maybe next time it'll cost you. Not likely. With Jeff playing my hand. I have more respect for a man who plays his own. Calvert had been hurt. Badly. But now the ranchers in the town were being hurt. Somewhere it had to end. I went back to see Wellman at his place. I found him by the corral, his horse saddled and ready. Well, Calvert gonna let us through? Wellman, I can't undo three years of hate in one afternoon. Calvert told me about his wife. Wife? But well, what do you mean? We never had anything to do with her. I, I know. That's just it. Well, I know if we can't use that lake, we're wiped out. Now, can we get through or not? As of right now, no. And then we'll have to drive our way through, and you take care of the boy. I told you before, I'll do this job my way. Not if you're working for me, Paladin. I'm going out for a meeting with the other ranchers. If you're with us, get rid of young Calvert. If not, cut out. Mr. Paladin? Mr. Paladin, wait. You... You're leaving? I can't do this his way. Oh, then he'll go ahead without you, him and the others. Yeah, looks that way. They'll, they'll be fighting and shooting. Men will be killed. Men with wives and family. Mr. Paladin, please. Now, wait a minute, Mrs. Wellman. Are you asking me to kill Jeff? I'm asking you to measure one life against many. Car owners, I have news of a product so new, it's amazing it's here today at all. It's new k Smooth Seal. You say it's new? You say it's new? So it's new. What does it do? Well, it's a fluid you add to your automatic transmission. Automatic transmission. It stops the leaks in your transmission and makes it smooth and quiet. Makes it smooth? Makes it quiet? How can I tell if I should try it? That's easy. Your stop C and you start to go, and you give it the gas pretty good. If you hear a sort of whirring or grinding noise, if you feel a jerk or jolt or jar, then your transmission just isn't up to par. Grinding noises? Jars and jerks. That's how my transmission works. Boys, if that's the case, then you've got a case for new k Smooth Seal. New k Smooth Seal? How will that help? Well, it's made to soften those shrunken seals and smooth out the shifting when there's power on the wheels. If you heard a whirring or felt a jar when you pull away in your modern car, you are a man who needs a can. Just $1.95, and it works while you drive. Anyone here for K-Site Smooth Seal? Hit me. I'm in. If it doesn't do the job, you get double your money back. What are you doing back here again, Paladin? If you're working for Wilman, sooner or later we'll shoot it out. You've killed three men already, Jeff. Do you have a taste for it now? 
You think I want to stand out there watching someone come at me like Casey this morning and know I had to kill him? Did you have to? He'd have killed me. That's your excuse this time. What'll it be next? He asked for it over nothing. Jeff, when you set yourself up as the fastest gun, there'll be men making you prove it until the day you can't. Paladin, haven't we had enough talk? This time you listen, Calvert. Wellman's getting the other ranchers together. They're going to drive their way through to the lake. They're going to try, you mean? The herds are going through tomorrow afternoon. I don't think so. I'll see to it myself. I wouldn't if I were you. If you have any objections, I'll be in town all morning. We can settle everything right there. We'll be glad to oblige. You were Jeff. Me. Oh, getting easier all the time, isn't it, Jeff? You must be proud of yourself, Calvert. You've turned your son into a killer, and he's going to enjoy the same kind of life you have, if he lives long enough. Back in town, word had got around that Jeff Calvert was riding in to meet me. I waited in the saloon while men spoke in whispers and marked time. Wellman was there, too. You might as well fill mine up again, Barney. I want to tell you, Paladin, I'm sorry about the way I talked yesterday. Wellman, it's late to clear a guilty conscience. If you'd use that word sorry when Calvert's wife died, this wouldn't be necessary. I know that. I did some thinking last night. Mr. Paladin, the Calvert's just rode in town. All right. That squares us, Barney. Well, I hope the show is worth the price. Hello, Paladin. All right, Jeff. Anytime you're ready. It won't be self-defense this time, Jeff. You'll have to draw first. No. No, Paladin, over here. What? Me. You're, you're pretty good, Paladin. Decided to play your own hand after all, huh, Calvin? Dad, are you all right? Sure. You were wrong, Paladin. I didn't turn my boy into a killer. Let's get him to the doctor, Jeff. Unless we're not finished. We're finished. I got nothing to prove. Could I... I'd like to help. After he sees the doctor, I... I could drive him on home. Calvert... Or maybe we can talk, huh? A little late for that, Wellman. Calvert, when you came here, you expected people to forget the past. Oh, suppose you try it. Let it end. You're right. Wellman, I'd be much obliged to talk. Hello, hey boy. Oh, Mr. Paladin. Oh, too bad. What? What's too bad? You come back, you find San Francisco cold, rainy, fog creeping around everywhere. <laughs> oh, miserable. Oh, what are you talking about, hey boy? This is what I've dreamed of for many a long, hot, dusty mile. Oh, oh, then very good. Hey, you lucky time, Mr. Paladin. 
something I can do for you? There sure is, hey boy. Nice big pitcher of ice water. Rotate the tires? But I thought they rotated right along with the wheels when the car is going. Uh, well, ma'am, that's not the kind of rotation we mean. Y you see, your tires should be switched around for more even wear and longer life. My goodness, taking care of a car is so complicated, I wouldn't know where to start. <laughs> well, seeing you have a General Motors car, you made the right start by bringing it here to your GM dealers for service, especially at vacation time when we're offering performance service specials. Now, in addition to rotating the tires, we'll check the wheels, tune up the engine, adjust the front end, and give your car a thorough lubrication. That way, you're sure of top performance all summer. It's all a part of our guardian maintenance service. What's guardian maintenance? Well, that means trained mechanics will use special tools and factory-approved parts to do the best job. GM dealer guardian maintenance. The best kind of service for the best kind of cars. Chevys, Pontiacs, Olds, Buicks, or Cadillacs. Gun Will Travel. Created by Herb Meadow and Sam Rolfe, is produced and directed in Hollywood by Norman MacDonald and stars John Daner as Paladin with Ben Wright as Hayboy. Tonight's story was written by Albert Alley and adapted for radio by Ann Dowd. Featured in the cast were Sam Edwards, Virginia Christine, Vic Perrin, Harry Cook, and Harry Bartell. Hugh Douglas speaking. Join us again next week when CBS Radio presents Have Gun, Will Travel. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13.
And every man he kills from here on in will sit on your shoulder and scream in your ear. John Daner as Paladin. San Francisco, 1875. The Carlton Hotel. Headquarters of a man called Paladin. Good evening, hey boy. Oh, Mr. Paladin, better you go straight up to your room, not go farther into lobby. Why not? Oh, you see, standing over there, lady with red hair. Ah, she looks quite angry. Oh, yes, sir. That's not all. Over there, other side, lady with black hair. I see. Hey, boy, don't know which lady is most dangerous. I took the brunette out to dinner two nights ago, and the redhead the night before that. Have they talked to each other? Oh, yes, sir. That's just a trouble, Mr. Paladin. They're talking much. They get mad. Oh, plenty mad. Maybe you best disappear for a few days. Yeah, well, perhaps you're right. Uh, this telegram may be a reason. Oh? It's too bad. They're both so attractive. Now, let's see. Regarding your offer to find killer of local sheriff, you're welcome to try at your own risk. S.J. Lovett, Mayor, Silver Flat, Nevada. You go again? Well, yes, I might as well. But uh, what about our beautiful young ladies? You talk to them? Uh, no, no, no. Not right now, hey, boy. I'm going to take your advice and go up to my room. And you can bring me some whiskey. I can enjoy it while I do my packing. ugly town set in an ugly notch between a pair of ugly mountains. I'd been there once before and it hadn't changed much. A few buildings thrown up on either side of a rutted street, half of them saloons, the others land offices. I picked the one that was labeled S.J. Lovett Real Estate. There were a couple of men lounging near the doorway. What do you want here? Well, I'm not sure it's your business. Never mind, Bolt. Yes, sir. Uh, who are you? My name is Paladin. Oh, I'm Lovett. You got here fast. Speed is part of my service, Mr. Lovett. It's Mayor Lovett, mister. Uh, I'll try to remember that. Uh, can we talk without him? Yeah, of course. Come in. Now, sit down. Thanks. When Tyler killed Sheriff Pratt, you've offered to bring Tyler back for trial. <laughs> I've got men who could do that if they could find him. And I won't pay you unless you find him. That's the way I work. Killing Tyler won't be enough. I'll have to see his body for proof. His body? You'll never bring Ben Tyler back to Silver Flat alive. You'll either kill him or he'll kill you. That's the kind he is. Now, uh... How do you expect for this job? $2,000. Uh, 
That's a lot of money. But you've got a deal. I'll pay you when you deliver. Oh, uh, and from here on, you're a deputy sheriff. You can consider yourself sworn in. Here, use this badge. Well, how will I notice, Tyler? For one thing, he carries a small gun, a 36 caliber star. And you might get a line on where he is through his lawyer. Who's that? Tom Nelson. Now, we had Tyler cold for killing Charlie Bristol, and Nelson got him off. Then Tyler went out and killed Sheriff Pratt. He's a fancy talker, this Nelson. You be careful of him. I will. Well, who were the witnesses who saw Tyler shoot Sheriff Pratt? No witnesses. Well, you seem pretty sure he did it. Why? That 36 star he carries. We dug three 36 caliber slugs out of Pratt before we buried him. That's better than witnesses. Look, I just thought you might be able to help me find Ben Tyler, Mr. Nelson. Lovett's already asked me to do that. I won't help anyone take that man's life. I just want to find him, not kill him. I have nothing more to say to you. And you can report that to his honor, the mayor. Well, why is it squeamish? You defended Tyler for shooting a man named Bristol, and apparently he went right out and killed the sheriff. The last part is hearsay, Paladin. Then we'll set it straight. Nelson, if you know, tell me where he is. I'll bring him back for trial. I can't do anything for you. Tyler's my client. He was your client. You don't owe him anything now, Mr. Nelson, but he's charged with murder. And you're obstructing justice if you know where he is and refuse to say. Now, look, don't preach to me. I'm not preaching at you. I'm telling you. Tyler has to be brought back. If he's innocent, he should be cleared. If he's a murderer, he's got to be stopped. Nelson, if you're shielding a murderer, then every man he kills from here on in will sit on your shoulders and scream in your ears. Now, where is he? Will you give me a word you'll take him alive? I can only promise to try. He was in Prado the last time I heard from him. Utah Territory? That's right. I'll bring Tyler back in one piece. If he lets me. Tyler was the first man I ever defended in a criminal action. He's also the last. I'm finished with this whole rotten business. What rotten business? I'm trying to bring law to this miserable town. gambling, and he liked whiskey. And he didn't seem to care who knew his name. As a matter of fact, he didn't seem like a man on the run at all. I caught up with him in a town called Hayes. He was in the middle of a card game, and things were going his way. Uh, just what I need, boy. All blue. Nothing can stop me tonight. Ben Tyler? <laughs> yeah? Uh, do I know you? You will. You left something unfinished back in the Silver Flat. Oh? Like what? Like a murder charge. You come on kind of strong, don't you, mister? You can try your gun, but I'd advise against it. Lovett must want me real bad if he'd pay the price for somebody like you to get me. You want to go back sitting in your saddle or lying across it? 
I could say the same to you. That's right. You want to see which way it works out? All right, mister. I'll go back with you. I didn't kill Sheriff Pratt. He was shot at Clifton Wells, and I wasn't within 50 miles of the place, and I can prove it. You'll have your chance. I was with a girl. She went to Carson City, but I can get her down to Silver Flat to say what's right. And I think Save it for the jury, Tyler. Who knows? We'll leave the horses here.
coming trial of Ben Tyler was talked about in the hotel, in the saloons, in the general store, in the livery stables. It was talked about, and it was conceded that Ben Tyler would be convicted and hung for murdering Sheriff Pratt. Hardly anyone seemed to care whether or not the prisoner was defended. Nelson. What do you want, Paladin? I want you to defend Ben Tyler. I'm not going to get involved in a criminal case again. I got him off once, and that's enough. Besides, I told him through this whole rotten business. You're the only lawyer in town. What if I am? That trial is set for tomorrow morning, and Lovett's going to act as judge. Now, Tyler claims there's a girl in Carson City who can clear him, but that won't give us time to bring her here. It's no concern of mine. It is your concern, but there's more. Lovett and Sheriff Pratt were enemies. And with the sheriff gone, Lovett's the big man around here. Are you suggesting Lovett had the sheriff murdered? Lovett's an ambitious man. There's a map in his office showing the number of voters in every county. Now, I'm suggesting that Sheriff Pratt might have been in his way. And I'm also suggesting that people might overlook all the facts if Ben Tyler is tried, convicted, and hung tomorrow morning. Now, you've got to act in his behalf. I don't have to do anything. If you don't act soon, all you'll be able to do is cut Tyler down from the gallows. Look, will you take the case for $500? No, not at any price. Why should I in this desert where justice is a mockery unless you carry a gun? Let's just say it's not a matter of money. It's a matter of principle. Principle? Why did you study law at all if you don't have the stomach for it? You'd like it, wouldn't you, if only nice people were arrested, if trials were dainty and sweet-smelling and polite. Is that it? Well, it's too bad. But justice can be dirty sometimes, Mr. Nelson. Thieves and cutthroats have to be defended because somewhere among a thousand thieves and cutthroats, there just might be one who isn't guilty. But maybe you don't care about that, or a man's freedom, or his life. Heard you were stirring up some trouble, Mr. Powell. Where did you hear that? Mayor Lovett, as a matter of fact, he asked me to get back that badge you're wearing and send you on your way, so I'll just... I wouldn't try it. Huh? Before you pull the hammer back on that gun, I'll have three bullets in you. You want to try? All right, then, you go back to Mayor Lovett. You tell him I'm keeping this star. And you tell him... Tell him that I'm defending Ben Tyler. That's all. Now get out. Thanks for making up my mind, Paladin. What's the first step? A change of venue to get Tyler out of Lovett's hands and take a writ. All right. What else? But even if I do get the writ, they still took bullets from Tyler's gun out of Pratt's body. Nelson, how hard would it be for anyone to get hold of a thirty-six caliber star? Not too hard. We better move fast. My fault, Ben. Mr. Paladin had to convince me of what I should have seen myself. Hey, what's this? You're being released for trial in another court, Ben. Before an impartial judge and jury. Will I be able to get that gal in Carson City? You'll be able to defend yourself with every bit of evidence you can gather. And I'll see to it. And I swear to you, Tom, I didn't kill him. Just stand where you are. Uh, shotgun, Mr. Mayor. That's right. Don't nobody move around. With a shotgun, you're holding the best cards, Lovett. And you're helping a man break jail, Paladin. I brought an order for his release, Lovett. There's to be a change of venue in this case. Paladin's only doing his job. I haven't seen any release order. I've got him. And I take the responsibility for releasing the prisoner. Uh, well, 
Let's see it. Of course. <laughs> you take this outside and burn it. Glad to, Mayor. That won't do any good. Paladin and I will tell Judge Lehman that we delivered it. I don't think Mayor Lovett intends for us to tell anything to anybody. That's the way it'll be, won't it, Lovett? You'll be shot, helping a prisoner escape along with his lawyer. Bolt, get his gun. Sure. Turn around. Okay. One more shot for you, Lovett, if I have to use it. No, 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 Paladin, no. Take a shotgun, no. Tyler, take a shotgun. I sure will. And here's your star, Mayor. Now, Mr. Nelson, the case is all yours. see you back, Mr. Paladin. You have a good trip to Silver Flat? Good as can be expected. Oh, hey, boy, did the ladies finally leave? Oh, ladies. Oh, they have big fight over you. Policemen come and take them away. You, you're smart, Mr. Paladin. Go away and miss trouble. <laughs> when it comes to being caught between two women, I'll run every time, hey, boy. Well, now, for a quiet evening of poker with... Second thought, hey boy, since I'm dressed for the evening, I might as well go out for the evening. Mr. Paladin, you're not tired from long trip? If I were, I'm not anymore, hey boy. Oh, yes, oh, yes. Good night, hey boy. Good night, Mr. Paladin. as Hayboy. Tonight's story was written by Buckley Angel and adapted for radio by John Dawson. Featured in the cast were Dick Crenna, Harry Bartell, Bart Robinson, and James Westerfield. Hugh Douglas speaking. Join us again next week when CBS Radio presents Have Gun, Will Travel. U.S. Marshal Matt Dillon corners a vicious killer into a desperate move as Gunsmoke follows next on the CBS Radio Network. Thank you.